Welcome back to another episode of Doom Scrolling with Mal and Ella, the podcast where we do the Doom Scrolling so you don't have to. Good evening. What other Doom Scrolling things can we get ourselves into? Tonight we bring you another radio program. Good evening. That that intro is uh, kind of like uh, like I feel like I could be like <coughs> in space yeah and like floating in the air while listening to it because it's like it's so chill mm-hmm. like n- not just like with our like sound bites in it mm-hmm. you know like our little audio sounds in it but like just the back the backing noise the I feel like I'm just like floating. I always try to approach like every song that I make with the idea of or the thought of space in mind. I really like space. Yes. And it's like I really like the theme of space and music. I might have my mic too close. I think I just have my headphones turned up too high. Look at me. I can't even. uh, I think I can hear myself. I think. Yeah, I just got my headphones turned up too. Well, I've got my head turns turned toward the mic too. Yeah. Okay, that's better for me. <coughs> so yeah. Wow, yeah. it's been <laughs> a week. We missed a week. Has it been a week? Yeah, we missed a week. I feel like it hasn't been a week. I feel like it's been two. No, we lo- we we dropped an episode the week before last. Mm-hmm. It literally feels like it's been two. Two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Well, it's two weeks since we last. Did an episode. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's but two we weeks. missed a week of dropping an episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's been two weeks since our last episode. I'm so sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Just whenever we were really giving it to you, you were enjoying yourselves. We <laughs> fell off the face of the earth for a little bit. Yeah, just uh, just stop. Ex- we just stopped existing for like a week. I, I'm telling you, um, it's just. The balance, the balance is hard. Yeah, it really is. Um, I started going to the gym mm. every day. And I got hooked on Grand Theft Auto Five hardcore. See, you know, I've noticed like, and like this is nothing like bad or anything, mm. but like I've noticed that, like I'll start like playing something. Yeah. And you're like, man, I haven't played that in a long a time. Long time. Yeah. And then you'll like start <laughs> playing it, and you literally become like hyper fixated on that one game. It was kind of like with Fallout Four. Yeah. I started playing Fallout Four for a little bit, and then like I was like, man, I really, I really like this game. And you like surpassed me, <laughs> like literally, not like in within a week. N- maybe oh, yeah. not even a week, but you're so. <laughs> Far leveled, your person is like level 70 something, and I'm like, Have you made it to level 30 yet? My level 70 character is like on a uh, save file that's not modded, yeah. And my level like 300 character is on a modded save file, obviously, yeah. But I've come to the end game of that game four times to your like two games, 
And you know the thing is, is I still haven't beat the main quest line in Fallout 4. Oh, yeah. You don't have to. You don't ever have to do that. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, I still haven't beat the main quest line. Mm-hmm. I'm still, like, I'm going off on my own. Journey. Like, journey. Yeah. And same thing with Grand Theft Auto 5. And, you, you know, do all the Red, side quests. Red, Red Dead. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all the side quests because... This is my second playthrough of Red Dead, yeah, and Red Dead I I feel like I rushed it, <laughs> yeah, with the first playthrough, and I didn't take into any consideration of like the side quests or <laughs> really like I did some side quests obviously, yeah, but you know you didn't do a lot of them. I didn't do like any house robberies or. Any of the carrot like making money, Arthur Morgan is like the richest man ever, right now. Yeah, in, in my game. Because you just been do all the side quests, and it's like last get playthrough you didn't even like clean your guns or upgrade your weapons. No, no. You just played, had a really hard time playing it. Uh, but I played it and I beat it. Yeah. And it was fun. It was really sad, mm-hmm. and my heart was breaking, and my I'm probably gonna cry again. The second playthrough. Yeah. Because he's my favorite. I understand. He's, he's my favorite little cow poke. <laughs> he's just a he's just a, 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 a very nice old man. He's a humble cowboy. With tuberculosis. Ugh! Spoiler alert for everybody that hasn't played Red Dead 2. If you haven't played Red Dead 2, like, I don't know what I can do for you. It came out in 2018. 2017. I just played it. I know. Because I, I have not you. Yet. I know you beat it. Ooh, burp right in the microphone. Gross. That's that fresco one, yeah. That burrito Ooh, bowl. That burrito bowl was delicious. Yeah, it was. I probably ate too much. But anyway, so we're back again this week, uh, finally. Sorry. Yeah. I know. I just like, just whoo, switched over. Yeah. Gotta, gotta switch over to podcast mode. Well, I mean, we're already in podcast mode. Got the headphones on, podcast mode. Air conditioner off, podcast mode. Luckily, our heat dome broke finally. Yeah, so it's, it's not, not like sweltering hot. Yeah. And I, I think like that was a good thing that we waited the week, waited for recording anyway. Oh my god! Because we were like in the triple digits. Yeah, for the pretty much whole month. It was really hot. Oh yeah. And so <clears throat> I mean, I'm kind of glad that we kind of took that little break mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily intentional but i'm kind of glad that it happened that way because yeah, i too. feel like if we would have turned off all the air and the fans and all that stuff it would have made it worse in here yeah so sorry guys i'm not willing to die in the heat for <laughs> for an episode oh man me either so I want to talk about this week. Eh, I think we're going to keep it kind of loose this week. I've got some notes and stuff. I wanted to talk about the uh, first Republican debates, primary debates, <laughs> that happened last week. They had uh, eight qualifying candidates mm-hmm. that stood up on stage and just said the most out-of-pocket shit you could possibly think Defund of. Defund education. That was, like, the number one thing on the ticket. Defund I'm like, education. I, I'm like, listen, y'all, how much more can we defund education? Yeah. Like, 
uh, like what what do you want right i don't tell me what you want because i know what you want yeah and it's not good <laughs> it's not good you want people to vote republican so you don't want to teach them nothing but also another big thing was climate change uh Nobody wanted to admit Clap that it's real. Change is a hoax. Oh man, that was uh, Vivek Ra- Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy guy. Ramaswamy. How about Ramaswampy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Scathing singer. I'm sorry, but anybody who does not believe in climate change <laughs> is a fucking swamp ass motherfucker. For real. What is it? It'd be like uh, Vivek, mommy sorry, forever I, giving birth. I to hope you. your mom is sorry. Yeah, yeah, but <clears throat> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to drag mothers <coughs> well, down. I'm dragging like, Ramaswamy down. Fuck I'm like, for real. Like I, you, mm. you exist on this earth, and I've. Wish you didn't. Wish that you didn't. I wish that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so, like, the funniest thing about Vivek, I feel like a lot of this is going to be around just two candidates, right? There's only two candidates in the debate because Trump, well, no, there's eight candidates in the debate. There's only two candidates really of interest. And then a third candidate that wasn't at the debate, Trump, right? You can't see me, but I'm rolling, your rolling eyes, my eyeballs. Yeah. So, yeah, so Trump wasn't at the debate, but Trump is running still, even though he's got, like, 97 felony charges right now pending. <laughs> Sounds like clown world, doesn't it? That's what I'm saying. Like, like what? <laughs> I, you know, because, like, I, I didn't watch the debate. Yeah. And I usually don't watch the debates. Yeah, you know? I do sometimes. Um, Depends on who's debating. And I, I'm not trying, like... I know it's important, and I'm not saying that it isn't important, but I have a hard time watching a bunch of foolish, idiotic human beings stand up on a stage, yell at each other, telling each other that they want to defund education, Mm -hmm. that climate change is a hoax. Uh, What was it? They talked about that Richmond... By North of Richmond song, <coughs> yeah, they used that, and they were like, "Like he's uh, I can't even like quote what DeSantis said because I don't remember what he said mm-hmm. about the song." But he was like, "Yeah, uh, the the Democratic Party is ruining the country, mm-hmm. something along Since those saying lines." The Richmond, North of Richmond, the, like. Bro, it's yeah. like, do you did did you not listen to the song? Well, first off, like, I mean, even leftists are kind of like perturbed with the song. Like, Republicans love it, but the thing is, is the guy that wrote the song, I can't remember his name. Um, shit, I've got the song. Yeah, well, he came out uh, on like a live or something, or like on a, in a TikTok video, mm-hmm. talking about it, addressing like the Republicans using it, and he's like, I just think it's, he's like, uh. I just think it's really funny. Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony, okay. He said, I think it's really funny that they use the song when the song is talking about them. Like, everybody on the stage, the song is referring to them. They're the rich men, right? Like, they're the people running the government. 
he might not ha- like he might have said some like in the song there might be a line or a verse or two that has some problematic connotations <clears throat> but at the end of the day he is not a republican yeah um, he is a he is a libertarian. Yeah, and no Republican candidate's really a libertarian, no matter what they say. But yeah, so like, those are really the two the two the two standouts of the debate were Vivek Ramaswamy and DeSantis. DeSantis. You know, DeSantis reminds me of um, God. What's his name? That TV evangelist guy with the crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that lady, she was like, um, <coughs> uh, are you saying that God told you to buy this jet and ride in a jet? He's like, I did not say that. <laughs> don't say that I said that. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, what is yeah. his name? I don't know, but I know who you're talking about. But, like, DeSantis kind of has that, that, that crazy, crazy yeah. uh, that look in his eye. Yeah. You know what? The funniest thing about DeSantis, now that I'm really seeing him in the public light, and it's not like clipped up and like, like, uh, you Kenneth know. Copeland. There we go. Yeah. This man. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's the teeth. It's not even I think the it's eyes. the te- I think it it's, is the teeth. It's because, like, this is something I was, this is what I was getting to is that when you see Ron DeSantis in a public setting, like the debates or like in a press conference and you watch it, when he's not like giving us talk or whatever, he's just in the background. And if you pan over to him, he's grinding his teeth like he has a I gnarly coat problem. Somebody like, said, somebody uh, said uh, it uh, looks uh, like uh, this man is fiending. Geeking, like, geeking, bro. like, I've seen that. Look. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like, exactly like him. Like him. Oh, okay. So uh, this is gonna be a Ron DeSantis hate hour, I think. I listen to uh, some more news, right? The podcast mm-hmm. that's like a news show, but they really do video essays and video or essay podcasts, podcast essays. And <laughs> there was, there's a, they have a set, they have a segment or like a, a show where they just all kind of get together, you know, and like they're on different podcasts. And like, so some more news, they did a whole episode about the presidential debates mm-hmm. before the debate. Yeah. And then behind the bastards, and they're kind of, they're not in the same group, but they interchange a lot, right? Because they are friends. They were from Cracked. If yeah, anybody's old enough, that. yeah, if anybody's old enough to remember Cracked, they were all writers for Cracked, this whole podcasting people. And so Robert Evans had. Cody Johnston and Katie Stoll from some more news on behind the bastards. And they were talking specifically about Ron DeSantis and how he like kind of rose the ranks, you know, one of the top things, like something that kept coming up through all of the stories people would tell about Ron DeSantis, how handsome he was. Like these are people that don't like him, like from a school. I'm gonna have and, to look. I'm gonna have to look this man because I yeah. like I can he's, I can have like a visual. Yeah, he's of not what handsome. he looks like. Yeah, he's definitely but not. But any okay, <laughs> I will say this, and this is like I'm sorry if if anybody who who happens to listen and they are a Republican. Well, I mean, it's whatever. You can be a Republican without being a nut job. Like, it's I, yeah, simple. I feel like that there, but I'm just saying like yeah. nine times out of 10 people who are like Republicans, they aren't very attractive. 
Oof, that's like a fucking, that's a hot take. Because the, it's, they're mostly white people and they mostly age like milk. All that hate ages you. That's for any race. I don't mean white people in general, but I mean like if you hate people, if you have this deep-seated hatred in your heart, yeah, you age terribly. It's like very noticeable. <laughs> you probably picked a picture of it, but the flinch was real. The Who says that this man is attractive? A lot of people. It was such a common thing. Like it was such a common thing that Cody and Katie both like made comments about it on the podcast like who is calling this man handsome? And like, he's like, are you doing a bit? Cause Robert's really well known for bits. And he's like, no, these are direct quotes from articles and testimonies about is this Ron a Santis. real picture. Let me see. Oh, I'm sure it is. It looks like one. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man. Yeah. You know, who I'm glad's not running for president this year. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I think I can guess. Yeah. Uh, something junior. No, that's uh, not RFK. not not the, not him. Not RFK Junior because yeah. he is running for president. Not yeah, not him. RFK Junior is kind of a wackadoodle. He's a quack. He's a quack. We've talked about a lot yeah. of quacks this week, bro. Quacks are so prevalent. We used to prosecute <laughs> quacks. That used to be <laughs> jail time. That used to be a federal offense. To it be a used quack. to. It used to be a <clears throat> crime to scam people, and now yeah. everywhere, everywhere I turn, there's a scam. Scam quacks. People are scamming. We also know him as snake oil salesman. Used to be a crime. Used to be federally punishable. Once we stopped, once we stopped punishing quacks federally, that's when the, the shit went started going downhill. Well, that when Reagan took office. Fuck Reagan. Like, look, you want to be a Republican? That's fine. Just don't stand Reagan. He didn't do nothing for nobody. Yeah, don't don't tr- don't try to pretend like this man was something like oh, yeah. great for this country because there's a lot of people who did bad things as president. Oh, for sure, a lot of people did, but Reagan was one of the worst. Talk about. Trickle down economics. If we cut the taxes for the rich people, then all that extra money is going to come down to the if, people if, that work. If, if, if your extra like, money came to me, I would be a rich bitch for real. right now. Oh man, for real. If it worked right, it would it would be great. But it didn't work because there's no incentive for the shit to trickle down. Right? Exactly. There's no incentive. If I was getting trickle down economics yeah. right now, would I? be sitting in my hot ass trailer yeah. with the air conditioner off recording a podcast you know in the, f- the heat the fun exactly we'd have a studio or something you want to know what the funniest thing about trickle down is i know we're off topic we're in the weeds no, we're talking no, about no. presidents yeah we're talking about elections and shit funny we're, thing about we're trickle on the down, politics train right now yeah for All sure aboard. yeah we're getting we're gearing up for an election if you can't tell uh the thing about trickle down economics that is so funny to me is that Saying that, hey, if we cut the taxes for the top, you know, companies and the corporations and they don't have to pay taxes, then that shit will trickle down. There's no incentive. But you know what the original incentive for the money to trickle down was? Taxes, right? Because rich people don't want to pay taxes. So you know what they had to do? They had to put more into the company that they were running. And they were like, you know So what? they could I avoid paying want, that I much money. I don't want to put money into anything. Yeah, now and it's like, yeah, fuck what it. What was it that we were talking about earlier today when it, like, about corporate greed? Yeah. Like, choosing money over quality of things? There's that. And it's like, yeah, if you really want to boil corporate greed down, it's so nuts, is that corporate, uh, not even corporate corporate greed, capitalism, which mm-hmm. is 
which corporate greed is a byproduct of capitalism. Capitalism incentivizes short-sighted decision-makings for line-goes-up mentality. Over long-term, and line does not go up immediately, but quality is better, working people better, the economy is more stable, etc. So, like, capitalism really incentivizes a lot of crooks to do a lot of crook shit. I just... Which causes us all problems. So, who is moving forward in the upcoming debates? Oh, all of the eight. Oh, okay. As of right now, all of the eight are going forward. This is... All the debate is, is like, putting you out in front of the public. So, and you we have DeSantis. Yeah. Vivek. We have the... Swampy. <laughs> Swampy. Mom we have um, Pence. Uh, yeah, we have Nikki Haley. Uh, I haven't only... seen any of her stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. She's probably the most moderate of the Republicans, mm-hmm. but she's also very, like, forgettable. Yeah. Right? Like... Uh, she still wants to do some really wackadoodle Republican shit, mm-hmm. but far less than DeSantis or Ramaswamy would want to do, right? While Ramaswamy wants to increase the voting age to 25. He doesn't want people under 25 to be able to vote unless they can pass a civics test. Yeah, that's one of his big platforms. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, Republican policies are largely... Um, Largely unpopular with the youth, but he wants to increase the voting age to 25. And he wants people to pass a test. Yeah, civics test if they're under 25 or if they join the military or if they join law enforcement. If I could yeah, show you my face. It's like, it's like, it's so, it's so awful when like a satire movie I, starship troopers is coming true i'm really <laughs> like that blows my that blows my mind away mm-hmm. that yeah it's really crazy because okay if we're gonna age limit things yeah then there needs to be like age limit on people running in office then. Oh, yeah. We'll see. This is the thing. There is a age limit for running for office. You have to be over a certain age. For president, I think you have to be 35 or 36. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, for your term, like, how long you stay in the places. (laughs) Yeah, but there's no age limit at the upper tier. But I don't think that there should be a... Like, obviously, like, 18, I think, is a good age to vote. Um, and then, because you are, if you're, if you're old enough to work, if you're yeah. old enough to move out, like I understand, Join the military like or go into law enforcement, right? If you're just old enough, then you should be old enough. I like, I, mm, I, I'm having a hard time like articulating my thoughts mm. because it's just so flustering. Yeah, it's flabbergasting. Because got your mind all up in a bottle. Yeah, it, 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 like whenever <laughs> you said that, like my my what? my brain just kind of like wait, <laughs> because <clears throat> there's all of these things that is okay mm-hmm. to do at eighteen. 
Yeah. That nobody turns a blind eye to. Like you said, you can you can be you can Enjoy apply to yeah. be in the military. Yeah. You can go overseas. Kill people. Yeah. Hold a gun. Being Kill people, be in combat. Get into get PTSD and thrown away by your government um, at a young age. At yeah. a young age mm-hmm. and have no support. But it's like, thank you for your service, sir. Thank yeah. you for putting your life on the line for us. But we don't give a fuck about you anymore. Oh, fuck no. But uh, besides but the point. But if you do, you can vote. Yeah. Under Ramaswamy. That's what Ramaswamy wants to do. Vivek. And I, like, I'm like... I would not vote for that person. Oh, no. I'm not. Even I, if I was a Republican, uh, I don't like that. Yeah. That's a, that's a real, um, <laughs> that's a real conflicting topic. So, like, the thing about it is, is like I say, the two primary people is Ron DeSantis, DeSantis, and Ramaswamy. And, like, out of the two, like, I don't like DeSantis because I can see his policy in action in Florida. I can yeah. see how it's harmed Florida. Think, ab- think about what that would be for the entire United States. Exactly. So it's scary. But I'm honestly more scared of Vivek. If he were to become president, like, his, he's a true believer in Trumpism. Yeah. Right? Trump is not even a true believer in Trumpism. Trump just likes to fuck shit up and make money. Yeah. Right? That was his whole goal was to be president and make money and, like, have power and, like, flex his PP on Twitter. Like, that's all he wanted to do. And it's like he didn't do a lot, and he passed a lot of bills that were harmful for marginalized communities. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he wasn't really that much worse than George W. Bush. Yeah. I just don't like what he stands for. And I'll be very vocal that I don't like a president, I don't like a person in general that is going to get on national television and just be the grossest fucking person you can possibly be. And that people be okay <laughs> with people it. People be okay with it, yeah. Like, I'm going to, I'm just going to, this may not have anything, this may not hold any, I don't know. But take Miley Cyrus, okay? Yeah. A lot of people don't like Miley Cyrus. Uh A lot of people of my mom's age doesn't like Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Because of her actions. Because (coughs) of what she has done in her past. Yeah. And things like that. Or Britney era or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, this may not hold a lot of people, but then you have somebody like Donald Trump, who has made mistakes, yeah. who has said disgusting things, who yeah. has done terrible things. Openly. But. The openly part, yeah. Everybody, people every president. People are like has... accepting him. And I understand like Miley Cyrus is not like a president or anything like that. Like yeah. she's just a pop star. Yeah, but she gets less leeway than the president. Think of the about States. Donald Trump. Donald Trump before his presidency mm-hmm. was just an entertainer, yeah, an actor, a entrepreneur mm. kind of guy, businessman. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. a celebrity. People knew Donald sure. Trump because before he, his presidency. Oh, for sure. He was on the w, WWE. He had a storyline on there before yeah. ever running for president. Right. And I'm just <coughs> I, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand how you can say, like, one thing is okay, but growing up mm. in the eye as a celebrity yeah. is not okay. 
Yeah. You know? For sure. I don't know if I'm making any sense. I think what you're trying to say is that it's a crazy double standard that we're that we see yeah. in the Republican conservative mindset that vote for Trump specifically. Like my mom, <laughs> not to throw her like yeah. out in the open or anything, but my mom, anytime that she hears like a Miley Cyrus song. She, like, is disgusted. Oh, I love Miley Cyrus. I oh, love her music. I, I love her music, too. <laughs> and, like, I, because I, I grew up with Miley Cyrus. Yeah. You know? Party in the USA era. No. Before that, huh? Before that. <laughs> when she was on uh, Disney Channel? Yeah. Like, I, she, she's a couple of years older than me. Unrelated, but why does, uh... Why does uh, Billy Ray Cyrus look like Rob Zombie now? Fuck! <laughs> I'm telling you, like every time I see, every time I see a picture of him, yeah. sorry, <laughs> he looks like Rob Zombie. Yeah. Like that picture that I sent you the other day. I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. looking more and more like Rob Zombie <laughs> every day. Yeah. Somebody come get this man. <laughs> so, he like he's like one. One like hey, okay. He's one matted hair away from that's being what I was, Rob Zombie. That's what I was about to say. One dirty tore up t shirt away got, from being Rob Zombie. He's got he's <coughs> got the long hair, mm-hmm. and he's got them in like pig, like pigtail, like scrunched up pigtails, yeah. and then like the rest of his hair is down. He's got the the affliction jeans. He's got the, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. the cowboy hat. Yeah. His wife beard's overgrown and bushy. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is his beard yeah. is so much darker than his <laughs> hair, and it it drives me crazy because like his hair, his beard hair doesn't match his actual hair. Yeah, and. She's got her claws in my leg. Business. Um, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> it just cracks me up <laughs> when I think about him, because his like wife or mm. his current girlfriend, wife, whatever yeah. she is, that young girl. Yeah. It's it's so weird because like she was the same age as Miley Cyrus, Cyrus on the show of Hannah Montana. Yeah, so she's like 38, right? No, Miley no, Cyrus. No, Miley is Cyrus is like thirty. She's thirty. She's thirty. Yeah, yeah. She's not thirty-eight. That haunts my dreams at night that she's thirty. Like I try to like you see that I say thirty-eight every time. I've said that every time. The reason I do is not because I think Miley Cyrus looks old. It's just because I cannot fathom Miley Cyrus being younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> by like two years. But like, I, I feel like and. I get that it's weird, but as long as he wasn't dating girls Miley Cyrus's age no, when she was I on think, Hannah Montana, it's I okay. Think I'm what 32. People are saying is very strange is yeah. their relationship. Like people, I think people use this term a little bit too much. Yeah. Without really understanding what it means to be groomed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People are saying, like, oh, well, he groomed her. You know, she was, like, on Miley Cyrus's TV show. Like, it's really weird that a grown man is with a woman who is, like, twice his, or twice as young as him or whatever. 
And I'm like, y'all really don't understand what grooming is. Yeah. Right? Like, you think, like, oh, this man was hanging out with a young girl on set. And, like, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe not quote Ethan Klein completely because I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. But in one of <coughs> the H3 episodes about the, like, Colleen Ballinger situation, mm-hmm. he goes, when, like, where can you draw the line of having a conversation mm-hmm. with someone who is, like, 13 to 17? Yeah. Or what? Whatever, a minor, and it be considered a conversation. Yeah. Versus creepy. Yeah. Like, because you get a lot of these celebrities and influencers and all of those people. Yeah. Who are like, um, they're like, oh, I just wanted to be a mentor. I just wanted to, like, you know, they seem like they needed somebody to be like their friend. Mm-hmm. And Ethan said it best. He's like, you don't need to be their friend. Yeah. He's like, uh, he, he said something about somebody sending him a message. And he was just like, I don't, I don't have anything to say to that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, I have no reason to respond to that. And, yeah. like, being a person in the spotlight, whether it is as an influencer, celebrity, whatever, you, as the adult, have two choices. Mm-hmm. You can, A, respond mm-hmm. and continue this conversation, or B, you can yeah, ignore, ignore it. it. And, like, I... I get that, you know. I I know we're jumping, and I'm no, trying. I'm not trying to jump so much. <coughs> no, it's all good. It's just something that has really kind of been on my mind about all of these people. Like they say that they were groomed, or somebody's being groomed. And I think people just really don't understand what grooming is. Like, grooming, I think, is... And this is what my interpretation is. So I'm not pretending like I know. Mm -mm. But it's like... Us, as late 20s, early 30s, Getting into a conversation with someone who is below the age of 18 Mm -hmm. because we have that power balance. Yeah. Because we're older. The dynamic is weird. And imbalance of power. And because young people are so heavily influenced by older people, Mm. they look up to people. They think like, oh, wow, I want to be just like this person. Yeah. And I, you know, they become infatuated with that creator or that celebrity. And they have an interaction with that person. And we carry on that conversation. And we talk to them. And we make them feel special. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like that 
that relationship shifts. Yeah. Now they like rely on you. If you give into that conversation and you give them your, you know, you're in the DMs on mm. Instagram and you've opened up that conversation with a young person, you're kind of like playing with fire. Yeah. Essentially, if that makes sense. Oh, it does for sure. Like you're you're putting yourself in a position to have an inappropriate relationship, I feel. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you weren't meant to have an inappropriate relationship. Mm -hmm. I think it's like being the people that we are, whether celebrity, creator, influencer, whatever. Mm -hmm. You're kind of putting yourself in that position to have that thing. Whether you meant it to be inappropriate or not. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, you ought to think that you're the adult. And you should be... And you should know better. More, yeah, you should be more conscious of the boundaries. But like, yeah, I don't like, know. I could never... I don't see myself having... Yeah. But all of that to say that I don't think that Billy Ray Cyrus is doing anything wrong. I don't no. know his relationship prior to Hannah Martana. I don't know none of that. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. But just from what I know, like, he's just dating a person that's younger than him. Yeah, they And, just... like, she's 32... Or 30. Yeah, you know, they're, um, they're basically saying it's like, oh, like, you're having a relationship with your daughter. Because, like, she's basically the same age. Yeah, but... And it's kind of weird to say stuff like that. Yeah, it makes it sound weird, but anything sounds weird in that context. Yeah. Anything sounds weird if you say it weird. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I... <laughs> but... I didn't mean to get on, like, a, a tangent there. That's fine. I'm the one that brought it up with the fucking Billy Ray Cyrus thing. Just got these fucking clean cats, man. Well, and she's like digging her claws in me, and I like I can't, mm -hmm. I can't think when I've got claws just. All right. So back to the candidates. I'm gonna run them <laughs> down. I'm just gonna read their names, right? So we got Mike Pence, a bland old guy. Ron DeSantis, a literal Florida man. We got Nikki Haley, the only woman, probably the most moderate, but man. Does she hate trans, the trans community? Yeah. Absolutely can't stand them. <clears throat> and also not very original. We have Tim Scott, the only black guy. Uh, da, 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 let's see. I said Tim Scott. Yep. Uh, we got Chris Christie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot he was up there. Yeah, very forgettable, but he's very vocally anti-Trump compared to the rest of them. Um, we got Vivek Ramaswamy. Swampy. Yeah. <laughs> the youngest candidate at the age of 39. Uh, he loves Trump. Uh, Dan Doug Bugum. Never heard of this guy before. Uh, and finally, we have Asa Hutchinson, a former Bush admin. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, and so, like, those were the people that showed up for the debate. Trump didn't show up to the debate <coughs> because... Uh, <clears throat> the RNC, <coughs> man, had a cough. <clears throat> the RNC set up a new rule where essentially you had to sign a pledge to support whoever the RNC picked as the candidate to run against Biden. And Trump said, fuck that. He's like, I will not. 
The crazy thing is, is Trump was polling ahead of these people by like something like 30 or 40 percent. And some, and in some cases, 75 percent ahead of all of the candidates combined. <coughs> so wild to me. Yeah. When the man is literally on trial for like RICO charges and shit. Well, and I feel like. Oh, <coughs> 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 God dang. I feel like our country, <laughs> even though mans could be behind bars, yeah. they would still, like, I don't know. I just feel like they would still allow it, you know? Oh, man, yeah. I Like. <sighs> they would try to force it. There's no rule that you can't run for president while you're in jail. Yeah, and I and I know that. <laughs> like it's so nuts, dude. And then just pardon yourself. What the fuck? I f- and I what feel like fuck, that's bro? what would happen. There should be a rule that you can't run as president when you're under a federal investigation. Well, and I thought that you know that they would consider that. Yeah. But there's just no rules against I, I'm it. I'm telling. So. Yeah. There's there's nothing <clears throat> there's nothing in place um, to stop that shit from happening. Yeah. And it's just, I don't, I don't want, (laughs) I don't want him to become president. Yeah. And it's like, it's not me whining. It's not me like hating him for just because. Yeah. I just don't want another four years of his nonsense. I like, I just can't, I can't deal with the, the, the the nonsense. The nonsense. Yeah. I can't. Man try to do a coup. Uh, yeah, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. And, like, I don't want Rhonda to say, I don't want any of them. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen a person, like, just from what you've said, I haven't seen or heard a person that would even be a potential yeah, person. Yeah, you all know? of them suck. Yeah, all of them suck. Like after you told me about the the Florida and their educate like their new education curriculum yeah through PragerU um I was like I if DeSantis becomes president like that's our future it's our future sure enough and he you know? hates cannabis he hates it he thinks legalization was a mistake he's been fighting his own like, I can't say it yeah. I can't say it but I want you to look at me. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> Somebody, please. <laughs> Restore arm to your family with Sebuku. <laughs> Somebody said it. <laughs> I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like. Fucking. Yeah, like. Somebody was talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is like it's just so weird that he's been fighting. He's been fighting tooth and nail in his state against cannabis. Like he's been, bl- he's been putting a whole bunch of unnecessary roadblocks for medical use, and he's like, "Well, the black market in Colorado is so bad." But it's like, yeah, but Colorado stay also- in your lane, DeSantis. For real, and Colorado is not your fucking state, bro. For real, and the thing about it is, is something that's crazy is it's like Oklahoma is as red as they come. We have fucking Kevin Stitt in office right now just shitting on us every day. And his, like, fucking superintendent, state superintendent or whatever the fuck, just shitting on us every day. But the man understands that cannabis is the future f- for commerce in America. Well, and I, like, I will say, because, like, 
our state is mm-hmm. pretty poor. <coughs> oh, yeah, it's hopeful. But ever since, which I'm not saying, like, we're, like, the richest state now. No. But since <laughs> allowing medical cannabis use. Quality of life has gone up, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... It also, like, helps in the economy here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like we were talking about in the car, like, I know I'm not well-versed in the cannabis world, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, in, it's incredibly upsetting to see how against cannabis people are. Like, oh, I'm not saying everybody is against it, of course, or else we wouldn't have the yeah. medical use that we do today. But a lot of people really think that cannab- like using cannabis, smoking cannabis, whatever, is like the worst thing that you can do. Yeah. And a lot we talked about how people sit in prison for mm-hmm. you know jail time for just having it on them yep and yeah. that video that i sent you of that man who had parkinson's mm-hmm. and literally took a little drop of just, tincture under his tongue yeah chilled him out and within an hour <clears throat> he was able to talk yeah like his voice like was normal mm-hmm he like he and he was so excited that he could hear himself talk again mm-hmm. and he was able to move his body he was able to just like do things just be be just exist for and not time. be cuz like i can only imagine what parkinson's feels like mm-hmm. you know to to constantly not be able to control your body control your body <coughs> your muscles yeah and and, and a, p- a plant. Mm-hmm. This tiny green plant has so many different forms. Oh, yeah. So many different uses. And I just, I, I can't <clears throat> wrap my mind around the fact that so many people want to fight it. Like, so many people are so against something that actually helps people. And it, it's so hard. Yeah. I'm one of them people, and I'll, I'm going to be very honest, that I've never cried racism willy-nilly. Right? right. Like, you know, I've been pulled over by police, and I've never been like, well, they're racist. It's always like, yeah, it's probably doing something fucked up driving or something. They didn't give me a ticket. They let me go. Uh, so I'm really like, whenever I say that all of these stereotypes around cannabis and all the Christians believing or all the conservatives that don't like cannabis. And I mean, there's like, it's like 68% voting or like 68 to 70% of people in America lean towards legalization according to polls. But that vocal minority, all of those, all of their talking points, all of the rhetoric they use stems directly from the 1930s prohibition movement of cannabis based solely on racism. And that's just fact, right? Yeah. That's just fact. It's like, oh, well, cannabis, uh, you know, it's like cannabis does this and cannabis makes you like a bad person. Well, if you distill that back down to the original talking point, it was like uh, marijuana cigarettes. I don't use that term very often, but I'm using a quote. 
yeah. marijuana cigarettes make Negroes think they're as good as white men, or yeah. marijuana cigarettes uh, make black uh, Negroes rape white women and things like that. And it's like that was how they demonized it. Mexican people, uh, Latina, Latino people using it. You know, and, like, that's how they associated it. That's where the term marijuana comes from. It's from the 30s when they were trying to associate it with Mexicans. And that's really, like, that's really where all of that bigotry for cannabis comes from is directly resulted of racism. And a person trying to save his job and a person who didn't want to give up the timber industry to hemp production. (laughs) That's really all it really boils down to. It's pretty nuts. I have a whole series of episodes in the works for rainy days where we need to talk about where i'll talk about the history of prohibition and like the drug war on drugs all the way through the 30s when it started in 37 all the way through reagan but yeah because it's a wild ride like a lot of it stems directly from racism well and and that's what i am you know as we talk about it and mm. as we do more, like I've learned, uh, uh, I can't say that I know everything. I can't say yeah. that like I remember everything, <coughs> mm-hmm. but just from the things that I've learned, it is just heavily, we've talked about like how money plays a big mm-hmm. part in it and uh, it keeps, you know, the people down. Mm-hmm. Because people in prison, like, I'm sure, like, the pharmacy doesn't like it either, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. and hates it because, like, because it treats shit like Parkinson's. They can't give you 37 bajillion pills to swallow down. As a person, this is just from my perspective, and like, people might ask me, "What are my credentials to speak on pharmaceuticals?" Well, I give them every fucking weekend, right? Right? I've been giving them every, pretty much every day to clients for the last four to five years i've been giving medications and the thing about it is is a lot of the things that those medications are treating cannabis will treat all in one and it's like well i will say this Mm -hmm. and i hope that (laughs) i don't (laughs) get in trouble (laughs) but um as you know I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with, like, keeping myself focused. Mm -hmm. I trail ADHD brain. Yeah. And whenever we smoke together that one time, Mm -hmm. which we've done it twice together, Mm -hmm. but that one time, that was the first time after the, like, scared feeling went away. Yeah. That was the first time that I felt like I could have a an easy conversation. Yeah, without struggling. I felt like my brain could actually, like I was so... Mellowed out, yeah. That I, was, I could actually talk to you <laughs> and not speak so fast. Yeah. Not speak so like... Urgently. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's like, <clears throat> that's one of the big benefits of cannabis, you know? And that's, <clears throat> that's, that's why I don't... That strong sense of justice we've talked about. 
I just don't get it. I don't get why (laughs) something that has so many good benefits is that people are so against it. You want to know what's crazy to me? Is that like a strong sense of justice is associated with some types of autism. Yeah. And it's just so funny to me that that is in a... A strong sense of justice is classified as a neurodivergent As not a normal thing. Yeah, as an abnormal thing. Because I also have a sense of justice. Like, this is something that's super interesting to me. I know we're jumping over right quick. I know. This is in the weeds. weeds. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's a fun conversation. Because, like, let's just follow where the conversation leads. It's just... But, like, I have a strong sense of justice. And for a long time, I didn't think I did. Right? Because, you know... I uh I have a, a a screwy moral compass, you know. I you know, I'm one of those people that is like, you know, sometimes you get what you get, sometimes you get what you deserve, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, there's only so much you can say about that. But at the end of the day, like I do have a really strong sense of justice. My sense of justice is just more visceral, right? Yeah. Like I don't think that you should, <clears throat> I don't think that you should kill the planet for money. I feel like that's short-sighted, and it really frustrates me. It really gets under my skin. It's really hard for me to, Well, like, and it's selfish. Exactly. It's I like, think we like, all live here. Exactly. And, um, and that, that's, that's a whole other thing. Like, we all live here. We <laughs> yeah. all are just trying to survive. Yeah. We all have ailments. We all have like things that we are struggling with and it's so hard. And this, this is why like, it's really hard for me to like articulate my thoughts because there's so much that I want to say, but I just don't know how. Yeah. And I like my brain, just the whole topic (coughs) is like this big giant yarn ball. Mm hmm. That I'm slowly trying to unravel. Yeah. And there's so many things that I don't understand about the world. And I'm 27. Mm-hmm. And I don't claim to know everything at all. Like, I'm always willing to learn. I'm always willing to, you know, see the other side of things. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard to see the other side of... Rampant greed. Yeah. At the at the expense. I can't put myself planet. in the shoes of a greedy person because I don't have the choice to be greedy. It's like I was telling a old dude down there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was telling him, it's like, you know, people ask me, you know, legal. This is all legal. They ask me for bud, and I don't charge because I'm not a drug dealer. Yeah. I've never been. I've never... It's one of those things I just don't... I have just never felt the need to sell something that you could just grow just as easy. It's not super complicated. There is nuance. There is an art to it. <clears throat> but, like, I just give away cannabis. Somebody will call up and be like, Hey, bro, I'm, I don't have that... I don't have any money. Yeah, we'll have to have edit that. Bath. We'll have to no. edit that. Just a natural occurrence of life, I think. But... What I'm saying is, like, you know, they'll call me up and be like, hey, I don't have any money. Uh, do you have any bud? And I'll be like, yeah. It's like the other day I looked in my jar. person we know called me up or called you up. was like, hey, does Ilwa have any bud? And I was like, yeah. Not charging him. Don't ask for money. Didn't give me money. Come over. 
and I bust out some, and I give it to him, you know, send him on my way without any thought, right? I did think, hey, I don't have that much left, but I'll figure something out, and I did. And now I've got, like, a little bit that I'm just kind of babying until harvest time, you know? And it's like, I don't care, because it's like, why would I, if I don't need it as much, right? I don't smoke heavy. I think that the, I think the medicinal benefits really show up when you can moderate your usage. That's my own personal philosophy. Mm -hmm. If you're a party smoker, party smoke. But for me, it's like, if I get high all day, then I don't want to do nothing. I get lazy. But if I get high once during the day and that paranoia hits me and I'm like, oh, my house is dirty. I better start taking out trash or fill up trash bags, you know? <clears throat> that's kind of how I feel. So it's like I give it away without thinking, and then I'm out of bud. Same thing with money. It's like, oh, you have a couple of dollars? Yeah, I got some dollars I'm not using. Throw it away. And then, like, two weeks later, I'm like, man, I wish I had them dollars. Opposite of greedy. Frivolous. And there's, like, a good median in there somewhere, I think, to take away of being generous and also looking out for yourself. But I'd much rather be the person that gives away their last dollar than a person that holds on to every single dollar at the expense of everybody around me. Right. That's really like what it comes down to. I'd rather give away all of my shit <laughs> than be the person that condemns people to death through inaction. That's what I'm saying. It's just like we were talking about like building a community. Mm -hmm. we we're talking about building a garden mm -hmm. and doing all of these like really good things for like not only ourselves but the people around us yeah and and i just wish that more people had that same mentality oh me too like what we <clears throat> could do if we work together mm -hmm. small communities and because people are so shoved up this political BS ass. Yeah. Which I understand you need to be to stay in the loop. <clears throat> yeah, but it's designed like that to break our focus away from the things that actually fucking matter. Why do I have to pay attention to who's in the presidential debates for the Republicans? I don't want to do that. Like, that's not something that I want to focus my time on. I don't give a fuck about Vivek Ramaswamy talking his nonsense. I know it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Same oh. thing with DeSantis. Same it's thing just, with fucking... It feels like a show. It is. Oh, yeah. It and is. it doesn't feel like a presidency. It doesn't. Like, it hasn't felt like a presidency in a really long time. <clears throat> it just is like, which which PP is bigger Yeah. in the race? I think South Park did it best. I don't like, you know, I like, you know some people have a problem with South Park. I know mm -hmm. that it's got some problematic themes. Of course, as but, most adult <clears throat> animated shows have. Yeah, and it's like it values itself as being like a moderate and like showing the flaws on each side or whatever, but <clears throat> that's up to it for interpretation. But I feel like when it comes to the presidential elections, they have it the best when they did a giant douche versus turd sandwich, you know? It's like, who do you want to vote for? Are you going to vote for the giant douche? Are you going to vote for the turd sandwich? That's the party names, right? That's not them making a joke. That's them in universe saying that that's what the parties are called. And it's like, yeah, I feel like that's how it is now. Do I want to vote for Vivek Ramaswamy who wants to like, he wants to raise the voting age to 25, but legalize cannabis federally? 
Or do I want to vote for Ron DeSantis, who wants to change our curriculums to Prager U curriculum? That's what I'm saying. It's kind of educational like system? we're kind of at like this, <coughs> you yeah. know, I don't want to say crossroads, but it's kind <coughs> of like a crossroads <coughs> where you've got you've got bad, yeah, ugly, <coughs> and uglier. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't want to vote for fucking Joe Biden either. Like, don't get me wrong. Joe Biden's a shit heel too. <laughs> he, he is like the anti-Trump in my opinion, right? He says a lot of the right things constantly. But also <coughs> makes really shitty decisions. Oh, for sure. Because he's the one that... He's the one that put into place the sentencing discrepancies between crack cocaine and regular cocaine. Mm -hmm. And he also is the one that pushed mandatory minimums for people going to prison for drug offenses. And he also is the one that pushed through property forfeiture for drug-related offenses, right? <clears throat> so before Prohibition... Okay, one second, we'll be back. All right, we're back. I don't remember exactly where I was, but I think I was yelling about Joe Biden and pushing through, you know, property seizure through uh, for drug offenses and stuff. And that's kind of like yeah. the thing. It's like it's not a good choice either. Nobody that we have is really a good choice, and it's like every good choice that we have that would actually kind of benefit the American people always gets shut down because corporate interests. Yeah. That's really where it lies, and it's like we're not really ruled by our government. We're ruled by corporate interests, and I don't like that because, like we said, the greed for the people, yeah. ha it hasn't been for the people for a really long time. Where we really lost the plot is when the government decided that corporations have the same freedom of speech as regular citizens. Not the people in the corporation, the corporation itself, right? And donations and lobbying is considered freedom of speech. And that's really what fucked our shit all the way up. When the corporations were allowed to make the rules. Instead of the government. That's why people are praising, like, Amazon throwing their money behind the Moore Act, which is uh, a really problematic title in itself. But <clears throat> the Moore Act is uh, it's essentially a cannabis act that allows uh, commerce across America. That way we don't have to hide cannabis revenue from the government. Right. And it effectively decriminalizes cannabis, giving the government the ability to tax a small percentage of cannabis usage. Amazon is backing that bill, right? Now, like, at first glance, you're like, hell yeah, Amazon's backing a cannabis bill. But at the I end feel of the like day, what, does, what does Amazon actually do in America? Do you know? Well, I know that Amazon is, like, a, the biggest, like, what is it, an outlet? Is that what you would consider Amazon an sure. outlet? Sure, they're a store, they're an internet-based store, but what their real, their real business is, is shipping. Yeah. Right? They're UPS, that you buy directly from. He doesn't want us to use the U.S. Postal Service anymore. Of course not, but he also, if, like, Jeff Bezos gets this passed, he can push policy with his billions and trillions of dollars that would effectively push out small cannabis businesses across America and make because this is what he did with Amazon. He pushed out a whole bunch of small independent retailers and incorporated them all into Amazon because he could operate at selling goods at a loss because they make so much fucking money. 
<clears throat> and push them out because a smaller business can't operate at a loss, right? So that business goes under. Now Amazon doesn't have a competition, and then they increase the price of the good that they were competing with. The same thing will happen with cannabis. He can sell it at he can sell it at a loss. Yeah. Right. Until nobody can compete with him, and then hike the price and then you'll be buying it would be the cannabis co- conglomerate <clears throat> exactly and that's a scary thought and that's why corporations back bills that everybody agrees to but then the I corporation feel like has corporations the having control in policies is kind of not the point yeah of a democracy i think we call those people oligarchs yeah I'm pretty sure that's what we're under right now is an oligarchy. Even the like <coughs> people really say like oh we're we're a democracy, a land of the free. The people choose, the people decide. And yeah. I'm like and sure we decide on a figurehead, right? We decide on a person in the office. Trump is a problem really? because huh? I said do we really? Yeah, sure. But see like this is the thing that that they don't actually come out and say. The figurehead, the president, we choose the president, they have power. Don't get me wrong. They do have power. Congress has power, right? And all the other branches also have power that counterbalance. But the thing is, is that the corporations have sided with certain politicians, right? That's why it's down to Joe Biden and Trump, right? Because certain corporations back Trump while other corporations back Joe Biden, right? And it's a fight. Our democracy is based on the power of corporations and their individual interests, right? That's why, like, <laughs> that's why we have so many crazy, crazy things happening. That's why our economy is tanking. You know, that's why. <laughs> that's, our... why that's why butter's ten dollars. Yeah, that's why cat litter's thirty, which is absolutely absurd. It was only like eighteen dollars, like a week ago, two weeks ago. Like what I'm like, <coughs> we went from three years ago when it was fifteen. Our cat litter was about fifteen. I was like, yeah, sure, I can handle that. Cat supply. food was about twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, cat food's probably like twenty now, and cat litter's thirty. That's a crazy amount of inflation, and it's only going to get worse with bricks and things like that that I don't have time to get into today. <laughs> it's a it's a lot because we lot. talked about a little bit of that. Yeah, bricks. Uh, the other day. Yeah, that's gonna, about. Yeah, we're gonna be mad about thirty dollars a cat litter right now. Coming next year, sometime it's probably gonna be forty five. <laughs> it's gonna hurt our feelings real bad. Well, and that's why, like, I I'm really serious mm-hmm. about what we talked about the other day. Yeah about getting like, self-sufficient a, a, yeah being self-sufficient yeah. in the best way that we possibly can yeah and i'm not talking doomsday prep or nothing but i would like to have a garden i like to have some chickens that way we're not dependent upon like the rising cost to eat not to no yeah go ahead but i was looking on the walmart app yeah to look at prices yeah so what is the the tax it's like what three point 
what is the tax? Like, after we pay for something, how much is the tax? Like, 9.89%. So... 10% is what I always say. This 45-ounce tub of country crock... Yeah. ...is 5.93 online. Yeah. But I was just wondering, like, what... Uh, how like many ounces? For a 45. It's not bad. Hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, the, uh, no, like, uh, the tax rate, it was about 10%. So that would be, like, $6 and some odd change. Because you would add 50 cents, because 10% of 5 is 50 cents. 10% of $5 is 50 cents. 10% of 5 is 0.5. Mm. Right. I'm not really good at percentages. I but get that. The only percentages, in my opinion, that are easy are the 10s. Our tax rate's like 9.8% or something like that. I just round it to 10. It gets you really close. Whenever I was doing <coughs> the sales tax at the funeral home, mm-hmm. um, I... We had to do sales tax. Yeah, you got to. And because you got to pay that to the Oklahoma government. I had like a a formula written out on my on a sheet of paper mm-hmm. that because like I I've I've explained that I see visually like I learn visually. Yeah. And uh, I basically like taught myself how to do sales tax. Yeah. On those contracts, it was just wild to me because I'm not really good at math. Mm-hmm. But because I had that formula, <coughs> that I I did I I, I drew my own technical like equation, mm-hmm. like oh, this casket costs this much money. So that is my total merchandise here. Mm-hmm. My concrete box costs this. You know, you combine that together. Mm -hmm. And I had it, like, casket here, merchandise here. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I had just it all written out. Nice. And I was like, heck yeah. I can't remember what it looked like, though. Oh, yeah, because at this point, it's, like, it's out of your head. It's out of my head now because I haven't been doing it lately. uh But, yeah, like, it's just a wild. We're living in a wild world. But at the end of the day, we're here. We're alive. We're appreciative of everybody that listens to our show. All that good stuff. Absolutely. And I will say a follow-up to uh, Gundam with a Rainbow Paint Job. Uh, That Gundam series is absolutely phenomenal, and I recommend that to absolutely everybody. It is very sad. There's a lot of, like, intense moments, and it's, like, really, like, it's not, like, happy-go-lucky, right? It feels happy-go-lucky for a big chunk of it, but at the end of the day, it is a drama. It is a space opera, and it's kind of a tragedy. But, man, is it absolutely phenomenal. It's probably just robot fights aside. The storytelling in that series was absolutely great. And whenever I say that the romance is very overtly there that you don't have to leave that up to interpretation because the text of the script of the show is very, like, overtly uh, LGBTQ plus themed. 
<clears throat> even with some characters appearing non-binary and having a name Ellen, male character, you know what I mean? But not male character, male presenting, male voice actor, called a boy, but Ellen. It's very obvious. They weren't really hiding it. And it was very good. We'd have to watch it. I like to watch things on big screen. Oh, I same. But I literally binged it on my phone because I just couldn't stop watching it. It was just so phenomenal. Because, man, (laughs) it was fun. But I guess that's probably all we got for today. Malia's eating a bowl of watermelon, just munching it. And it's very red, so we know that it's been sitting in there for a long time. It's probably 90% alcohol by now. What's that look for? What? What do you mean, what? What did you just say? I said it's probably 90% alcohol by now. (laughs) 90% alcohol? Yeah. What what are you talking about? What do you mean? What? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to (laughs) assume that you don't know that... I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) The joke is is that fruit ferments into alcohol. Because alcohol is just sugar that's been fermented. Yeah. And fruit has a high sugar content, especially things like watermelon. And the longer it sits, the more likely it is to become alcohol. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a big old piece in my mouth. I but know. You just look so shocked. It tastes like alcohol. And it's not. I was just making a joke. <laughs> It just looks like it has turned alcohol, is what I'm saying. It's very red. It's very (coughs) yummy. I don't like watermelon. I think everything about watermelon is absolutely detestable. Well, (laughs) I really like watermelon. Oh, man, like what you like. I know. I wish I had salt. I'm not going to be over here saying that the things that I like covered in stickers are ugly. I'm not going to say that your watermelon is gross, nasty, ugly, that you shouldn't be eating it because it's watermelon. I'm so sorry. I'm calling my, calling my shit ugly because I put stickers I on wasn't it. calling it ugly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I, That's listen, exactly what you listen, said. Listen, okay, like, yes, stickers yes, Stickers on yes. things look yes, ugly. I did say that. I will admit that I said that with things with stick. Okay. Let me run this down for you guys. If we ever get so, a P.O. box and you send us stickers, you can send me stickers. I love them. Yeah. Send, send so. all the stickers to him, but don't send any stickers to me. But let me tell you this. <laughs> we were at Game Exchange. Yeah. And I saw this PlayStation 1. And I'm like, I love PlayStation. I grew <laughs> up with PlayStation. <laughs> Somebody PSX. had put a Jason Voorhees sticker on the lid right on top of the lid. Listen, I love Jason. Yeah. But <coughs> do not defile the game system with a sticker. Out of pocket. It makes it look tacky. Game system already looks tacky. It's made no, of, it doesn't. It's made out of gray plastic. It is gray plastic, but it's beautiful. It's not like I have to flip it upside down or anything to get the games to spin. 
<laughs> it's all it's not like the PlayStation One was like a a terrible console or anything. It wasn't. It had a lot of games, but man was it like a pain in the ass. Just like the GameCube. We didn't start doing discs well until the Xbox three sixty. Besides the point. Yeah. I have a weird <laughs> aversion. And I say this to myself. I have a weird aversion to sticky things. And that's understandable. Nothing wrong Adhesives, with that. Adhesives. Like, I don't know. I don't know where it begins. It's just an ick. But it is a huge ick. Yeah, don't like Whenever feeling. my mom and I moved back into our house mm-hmm. after somebody had rented out our house. Yeah. The um, outlet covers... Mm-hmm. Somebody put Guitar Hero stickers. Ugh. That's stupid. On the outlet covers. Mm-hmm. And it, like, grossed me out so bad that, like, I was, like, yeah. vomiting. It was so gross because, like, they were peeling and they had, like, dirt and hair and <laughs> things, like, was all in it. And, I like, I'm cringing at just the thought of it. And, like, people who take care of their things that have stickers on them, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Like, yours, I apologize (laughs) for saying that it was gross. Yeah. Because yours actually have not peeled. Yeah. They don't look that bad. There's no hair. There's no nasty. There's no dirt stuck to them. Also, they're pretty high-quality stickers for the most part. Yeah. And so... I do apologize yeah. for saying that it's, your stuff was gross with stickers. Looks cool. But I, I just I can't. I have a love Hashira on the back of my iPad. I can't do stickers. I just, p- when they give you the I voted stickers at the <laughs> end, like, I'm like, uh-uh. Do not give me a sticker. I don't want the sticker. If you have a pen. Yeah. If you have an enamel pen or something that says I voted, Too sure. I'll take that. But I will not. Except a sticker. Nobody buy me no kiss stickers. Don't buy me nothing that is a sticky. Yeah. Just a warning, please. That'll come later when we get a P.O. box and we get a fan base going and we got people that love us and listen. And people in. love us already. What are you talking about? I'm sure. We got like eight people who listen to us. Hell yeah. So I think I'm going to, I think we're going to end it here. I think this is the best part. If you want to send us any emails or any kind of feedback or suggestions or questions, feel free to message us at doomscrolling101 at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at doomscrollingpod, doom.scrolling.pod, I believe. We still do have a TikTok. We just don't Don't have any content on there. Yeah. I want to say it's Doom Scrolling Pod. I, don't I even think know what it's uh, I think we can figure something out on there, but I uh, don't know. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We'll probably like do an event and like post videos from that. Like we'll probably I'm probably gonna go to the Cowboy Cup this year and I'll take videos. Where's that stuff? Where is that? Where's that Tulsa? When is that? Uh, coming up. Yeah. So. All right, with that being said, uh, we will catch you on the next one. And I hope it won't be 
It won't, it, it won't be two weeks from now, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, we'll, fi we'll figure it out, okay? Yeah. But we love y'all. See y'all later. See ya! Good evening. What other doom-scrolling things can we get ourselves into? Tonight we bring you another radio program. Good evening. Born in debt.